The boy is eating. The boy is your drinking. Your name? The boy the boy what is your name? Doctor. She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Raya Waika. So I want you to imagine that you are traveling in an English-speaking country and you go to the bar and you're ready to order a drink and you're like shoot i don't know vocabulary for any of the drinks on this menu or maybe you don't have a menu that's the worst case scenario so today we are reviewing the vocabulary for some of our favorite alcoholic beverages now we know that some people don't drink but a lot of you do (laughs) so Tune in and remember that if you get lost along the way, the vocabulary guide and transcript are on our website to help you out. All right, Paige. So because we're in Chile, I think we should talk about wine first. When I arrived here in Santiago, I was not much of a wine drinker. I drank wine probably on special occasions, you know, formal dinners or maybe on holidays. But now I drink wine way more often. I can testify that right here in Coffee with Gringo Studios, there are, there are three bottles of wine on the counter, so... <laughs> but don't worry, we only drink coffee while we're, we're, doing, right, the, right. While we're doing the podcast. This is a sober-made podcast. <laughs> no alcohol is consumed in the making of this podcast. So as most of our listeners know, the wine here is incredible. It's really, yeah, it's so and good, it's, and it's so much cheaper. It's so much cheaper. At home... A good bottle of wine is going to really cost you. Oh, yeah. It's expensive. I mean, we have cheap wine in the U.S., but it is terrible. It tastes like poison. Box wine. Right. Ranzia. Right. It's bad. So if you want a good bottle of wine, which we obviously have in the U.S., it's pricey. Yeah. But here you can get a really good bottle of wine for like 1,500, 2,000, right? If I buy a... If I buy a bottle of wine for five Luca, wow, Mariah, you are really treating yourself tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, are you a red wine drinker, white wine, rosé? What's your go-to wine? I would say my go-to is white. Interesting. I I think the biggest reason is I like my beverages cold. When I drink a red wine, I don't love that it's served warm. Right. But since I arrived here, I drink a lot more red now. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Oh, I'm a red wine drinker. (laughs) I really love red wine. Yeah. I started my, I don't know, my interest in wine in 2013 when I was studying in Italy for a semester. So I was totally spoiled by that experience as well. Great wine, really good, lots and lots of red wine. I also like white wine every once in a while, you know, if I'm having like seafood and pasta. Mm -hmm. Nothing beats you know, seafood pasta with white wine. It's just more like refreshing and light. But here, a lot of the food is heavier, right? When you're eating, you know, 
empanadas and pastel de choclo and cazuela and just these heartier foods or your asado, I think red wine pairs really well with Chilean food. Are you someone that when you go out, you order a bottle for the table or you usually order by the glass? Oh, I definitely would be more of the order a bottle for the table type of person. <laughs> or just yourself. <laughs> it's, it's more, right, right. I'm, I'm more of the individual bottle type of gal. <laughs> no. Okay, but here's, here's a question. So I think that because in the U.S. it's more expensive to get a quality wine, beer is definitely the more common beverage in the United States. Wouldn't you agree? I would completely agree. I mean, every city has probably at least a dozen of craft breweries. Right, and that's a new, that's a relatively new trend. Like over the last 10 years, the like craft beer revolution in the United States has really picked up. And it's something that seems to be starting here in Chile. I love going to breweries. I'm a huge craft beer fan. How about you? I have an app on my phone. It's yeah. called Untapped. Untapped, yeah. Do you have yeah. Yeah. And I really love it because me and my boyfriend, we travel a bunch and whenever we travel, we love to try the beer of yeah. that city. And I love the app Untapped because I can rate the beer mm-hmm. and I can go back to it. So say you know we've been to California a few times. Right. Oh, what beers have I had already, and did I like it? Right. Because there's, like Mariah said, there's been such a boom in craft breweries that I've probably tried dozens, hundreds of beers, and I can't remember if I liked of it. Of course. If I did try it, if I didn't. So it's this kind of like your own personalized catalog of what beers right. do I like, and have I tried that before? That's so cool. So if you want to try it, the app is called Untapped. And it's really cool. Highly recommended. What what type of beer do you usually drink? A preferred style? I love IPAs. Me too. IPAs, Which are IPAs here. IPAs, <laughs> but exactly. IPAs. <laughs> IPAs are my favorite by far. But an IPA is very heavy. So I can usually right. only have like really... one or two of them. Yeah, when it's so hoppy. And mm-hmm. then I love lagers. American Pale Ales mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Those are probably my, my favorite. Yeah. I'm not a stout. A good IPA, a good APA. I can't mm-hmm. drink a stout. I do not like ambers. Really? Yeah. Okay, we're not. What, are, what about you? We're not beer compatible then. <laughs> Besides um, the EPAs. I really like IPAs as well, but I love amber ales. I love stouts, a double IPA. I like strong beers, and I like beers with weird flavors. Like where they're kind of experimenting and trying different things. And for example, one of my favorite beers in the world is from a brewery in Minnesota. It's a chocolate milk stout. On a cold day in Minnesota, to drink a chocolate milk stout is the best. It's just this like hearty, warm, good beer. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so good. What I is think your, it's so good. What is your favorite beer since you've been in Santiago? Here in Chile? Yeah. Okay. Crossbar has a really good grapefruit IPA that I like for the the summer season. And I like the Kunzmann Toravayo. I think that's a good kind of middle range. It's not super heavy, but it's also not really light. It's just a really drinkable. If I'm going for lighter, I like the Austral Calafate as well. I think my favorite, I'd have to say, is also from Crossbar. I love Lupulus. Ah, uh, Lupulus. Yeah, that's yeah. a good beer. That's one of my favorites. Cross Cinco is good. 
Crossing. But oh, you okay. have to be careful with Crossinko. That'll it's, knock you back. It's, it's strong. Yeah. I think that Crossinko is like 9%. I'm not a huge fan of beers that are very high in alcohol. Really? As well, mostly it depends. If it's made really well and I can't taste the high alcohol content, I'd be a fan. But when I drink a beer and you I want can, it to be smooth. Yeah, I want it to have that like hoppy beer taste, not like a like a mixed drink hard alcohol taste. Okay, but speaking of <laughs> mixed drinks and hard alcohol, do you have a favorite liquor, a favorite hard liquor? If we were talking a cocktail in general, especially since I've been here, I love Pisco. Yeah. Piscolas are great. I love Pisco Sours. Pisco Sprite. The, that's probably been my favorite drink here. Okay. okay. Yeah. What about you? I like Pisco too. In general, though, I'm a gin fan. I'm a whiskey fan. Those are my two favorite hard alcohols. So I like whiskey neat and just straight. <laughs> I also like a whiskey Coke, something like that. But like a G&T, oh my gosh. You can't beat like a good G&T on a really hot summer day. A gin and tonic? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love uh-huh. G&Ts. There's a bar in, in Providencia called Ruka Bar. And they have great G&Ts. Not a fan. Not a fan? No, I... My taste for alcohol is drinks that don't taste like alcohol. <laughs> Things that taste like juice. <laughs> yeah, like I love, like I said, Pisco Sours. I love margaritas. Okay. I love like sex on the beach. Just uh, to clarify. A screwdriver. <laughs> these, are all, these are all cocktails that are very, like she said, juice-based. <laughs> right, like just those, those really good mixed drinks like that are a, a little bit sweeter. Yeah, like a whiskey sour to me or old-fashioned I, oh, I do love old-fashioned i taste the alcohol in that which oh so you don't like like an old-fashioned i do not oh no. that's one of my favorite cocktails i think that in general chile's alcohol scene is great no i think chile's got it down when it comes to to the alcohol choices i think the difference here just in general on alcohol culture mm-hmm. is in the u.s we tend to binge drink yeah a lot more and here there's a big culture around drinking but it's more of a social mm-hmm. dancing barbecues mm-hmm. like kind of less games and um, right. shots and that's right. the u.s kind of drinking yeah. culture i think that's a really good point especially around shots i have almost never taken a shot here but in the U.S., it's really common that at some point in the night, somebody in your group is like, okay, tequila shots at the bar right now. And all of a sudden, there are like eight people doing tequila shots. And like, it's just, there's this sort of culture around like, okay, let's get, let's get wasted tonight as if it's the goal. I don't know. I personally prefer a drinking culture that's more low-key, you know, where the goal isn't to get hammered the goal is to like enjoy your time savor your drinks have a great time with the people around you there's nothing wrong with getting a little silly but at the same time i think that in the u.s it can be pretty toxic i think the difference is to like here you stay out a lot later yeah so you kind of are pacing yourself throughout right. the night you're like having a drink maybe every hour but in the u.s I mean, most bars close like 1 or 2 a.m., so you're really just trying to fit as many drinks as you can to get drunk. 
and then go home. We're here. I feel like you kind of there's no you rush. Can pace it a little. Yeah, there's no yeah. rush. Everyone kind of drinks and dances and has fun and catches right. up. Where in the U.S. it's very like let's rip three shots, go to the bar, and then oh, it's one a.m. The bar's closed. Right. And there's not an after party or an after after. Mm-hmm. And I think just to clarify, um, it's also possible that Paige and I are from, you know, friend groups <laughs> that are just not that wild here in Chile. Because if we were talking to a bunch of 20-year-olds here in Chile, they might take more of the shots and <laughs> hammer down the drinks approach. Maybe we're getting old, Paige. I think in the U.S., we obviously are very notorious for our fraternity and sorority culture of this, right? you know, binge drinking, partying, yeah. games, keg, keg stands. Keg stands. <laughs> yeah. Funnel, just, beer funnels. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. And I, I kind of hate to say this, but it's accurate. Like when people ask me, like, are universities in the U.S. like the movies with parties? To a certain extent, yes. If you walk past fraternity and sorority houses at a big university, you might see somebody doing a keg stand and you're going to see people playing beer pong. And in many ways, it is just as much of a spectacle and a disaster as advertised. Yeah, no, it's (laughs) sadly, it's not a fictional culture from the movies. No, I mean, when you think about like red solo cups and people chanting like, drink, 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 drink. Yep, that sounds like college. Nope. But me and Mariah did not participate yeah. in that culture. We are above it. <laughs> uh, Paige and I actually just started drinking in Chile with elegant glasses of wine with dinner. We never once pounded shots in college. Not once. So next time you're at a bar in an English-speaking country, we hope that this episode helps you to order exactly what you want. That being said... Paige and I do not encourage excessive drinking. (laughs) Drink responsibly. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.co. Thanks for listening. (music) Thank <music> you.